0: good morning welcome to the mt for christ 247 podcast i'm mt clark and this little zoom meeting is not just a zoom meeting it's it's a bible study and it's a little program we uh produce called bible study with the cincottis as we're joined by arthur and Susanna cincotti and uh, we're also joined by my lovely wife tammy lynn clark For the study that Arthur sent to us, sent from his house to our house, and it's called Zeal for Your House. And uh, we'll be jumping in with zeal this morning, but first we'll say good morning and uh, welcome, welcome Arthur and Susanna. Welcome. Good morning. Welcome everyone else who might be listening or watching. Good sure.
1: morning. Yes, yes, yes. I like that uh, looking up in the air, Mark. That was uh yeah. that was a strong move because it's like uh, broadcast land, right? Out well, there in yeah
0: yeah That's, and, and, uh, and believe me looking third. there is is indicative of my confusion because within i mean because wow. i don't always know what these things mean but and i like i look at the numbers and i and i wonder in the last 48 hours there's 117 views of material on our on our youtube page wow. so wow. it's like you know it might be for a second or whatever i don't look at it too closely but you know um it's it's encouraging and the number of subscribers uh-huh. has gone up uh you know this week um almost almost by the power of 10. um you know wow. we're at 369 now we were at like 360 not too long ago so so well, mark
2: used to tell us about people that see us and and chime in from other countries and i always yeah. think that's interesting you know, we have um, great. so many missionaries right now out of our church. Mm. <clears throat> we've got a young woman in Uganda, mm.
1: and we've got three that
2: are in Zambia. Zambia. Mm. And then we've got our friends, the uh, passengers that are in Haiti. Yeah. You know, there's the word is going out, but it's kind of exciting to see what we've done. Yeah. Not that we've done anything, but what God's done, but uh, mm. that other people are being reached around the world.
1: Yeah. But,
2: yeah this little Bible study that we've this been faithful to keep really
1: on. is fascinating for me because uh, <clears throat> this is so foreign to me. Uh, I'm not yeah. a broadcaster, <laughs> never was. I didn't study broad. I it, it took some acting classes, yeah. but certainly nothing that was uh, broadcast oriented in college. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just a simple cabinet maker. Actually, a retired simple cabinet, a retired yes. simple retired cabinet maker, something mm-hmm. like that.
0: Yeah,
1: and to you know be participating in something mm-hmm. like this is, I, uh, I sometimes don't know how to process it. It's uh, it, it's a joy. It's humbling. Um, it's a little confusing sometimes. Like Lord, how did how did th- this happen? But it's great, and we're just going to go with it because um, we're not uh, uh, here to talk about us. <laughs> No. We're here to exalt the word of God this morning.
0: Amen.
1: Lord, we come before your throne of grace,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, humble indeed <laughs> and um, anxious to uh, hear what you have to say, Lord God, because we have taken your word seriously. We've peered into it today and we receive it as living and active, powerful, sharper than any two edged sword, quick to discern the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And Lord, um, uh, we're grateful for Your Word. Uh, we're grateful that You haven't left us as orphans, but You've given us instruction in the world, and it's uh, rich and complete, and it's personal. Uh, just can't uh, really grasp all that, the, uh, what it is, and and that's why we gather around Your Word, Lord mm-hmm. God, and and we gather around it uh, seeking. Our spiritual sustenance and seeking your face, Lord God, and in 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 the in the corporate gathering in in, in unity, Lord, we know that that's where you command the blessing. So we uh, praise you and exalt you, and we lift your name on high this morning, and we thank you for giving us opportunity to do this. We ask for your blessing over it in Jesus' name, Amen, Amen.
0: Amen.
1: The zeal of your house. I'm going
0: to
1: eventually have a bone to pick in the middle of this study. So I just want to warn everybody in advance. Okay. Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to break
0: out the collagen. Watch out.
2: (laughs) I'm not saying uh, what? What's the bolstered?
1: Bolstered a uh, uh, buttress
0: yeah, so buttress. I haven't, I I haven't heard buttress in a while so i know i, know. I did i slipped You're it in slipping. a couple
1: weeks you weren't paying attention i did i did that very intentionally tammy mm-hmm. <laughs> lynn caught it. she yeah. probably got it in her notes mm-hmm. <laughs> she, I see that.
2: <laughs> yeah, we should make bingo cards for everybody and send yeah. them out too and if you hear this <laughs> word or you hear that word mm-hmm. mark
1: it off All right she had a special prize mm-hmm. um We're reading from, uh, uh, just as an introductory scripture, from John uh, 2, verse 17. It says, Then his disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house has eaten me up. In this passage of scripture, the gospel writer is remembering Psalm 69, verse 9. It turns out that Psalm 69 is quoted four times in the New Testament, and and three in the gospels. Uh, This is a psalm of David entitled... An urgent plea for help in trouble. So it might. I'm just. Uh, I'm just advocating here for Psalm 69. <laughs> it might be a good one to turn to every now and then, uh, right? And and read. <clears throat> Matthew Henry writes in this about this psalm. David was a type of Christ, and um, diverse its passages uh, in this in this psalm are applied to Christ in the New Testament, and are said to have. Their accomplishment in Him. Mm. So today we're going to consider what Jesus was so zealous for, uh, that our zeal would be guided by His, because um, we should be zealous for the gospel as well. And Amen. you know, Paul says in one place that the uh, uh, the Jews are, are are zealous, but not unto uh, <laughs> uh, righteousness or truth. You know, no. so it says he also says, be zealous for a good thing. It's good to be zealous in, in a good thing. <clears throat> and um, you know we 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 emphasize and talk frequently about here about how um, the, 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 our our um, our relationship with Christ and our, our walk, a Christian walk, is not a casual thing. It's not. It's not just a Sunday morning affair. It's not just mm. um, going to church, having finger sandwiches afterwards, and and um, mm-hmm. you know, fist pumping everybody, and then I'll see you next week. And it's it's this is a twenty four seven faith. This okay. the title of Mark's uh, blog, and his ministry is mm. uh, MT for Christ twenty four seven. And, you know, even as we sleep, mm-hmm. God is faithful. He who watches over Israel never slumbers nor sleeps. And certainly watches over us, uh, sometimes speaks to us in dreams and visions. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a 24-7 God who lives actually lives outside of time, mm-hmm. but in our conformity to time. Mm-hmm. Um, in all that we do, we should do it as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so um, that can be even the most mundane uh, tasks, but if we do things, you know, with joy, with uh, a sense of His presence, uh, then, you know, it's it's not that we're so holy and spiritually minded that even going to the refrigerator is a uh, is a holy event that we have to, you know. We well,
2: if you if you read Brother Lawrence, well,
1: that's right, you know. That's right.
2: Practicing the
1: presence of God. He it's, made
2: sure, you know, he was just a humble kitchen servant. I mean, it's he, true. he's he talked about, you know, I scrub pots and I praise the Lord. I, I stack dishes and I praise the Lord. And yes, that's a hard. That's kind of hard for a lot of people. But I'm coming to a um, new understanding that being the temple of God, being the house of God, and myself, yeah. day in and day out, I should be walking with with the acknowledgement that God is with me. Amen. I don't have to, I don't have to go to church to be with God. I don't have to go to my quiet place in the house to be with God. He's with me all the time.
1: That's Mm -hmm. a great uh, um, mana there. And uh, that's where we should be. Lead us into our passage today. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to ask uh, Tammy Lynn to read uh, the, the context of John 2 from, uh, Verse 13 to 22, if you would, please. Mm-hmm.
3: Jesus cleanses the temple. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found an in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves, and the money changers doing business. When he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the ox and the oxen, and poured out the changers' money, and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house has eaten me up. So the Jews answered and said to him, What sign do you show us since you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then the Jews said, It has taken 40 years to build this temple, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. Therefore, when he had risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this to them, and they believe the scripture and the word which Jesus had said.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a good idea to believe the scripture. Uh-huh. <laughs> we just want to emphasize oh, yeah, that. Yeah. We got it true, so believe it. Mm-hmm. The temple in Jesus' time was the second temple. The first temple being one built by Solomon, uh, recorded in, in uh, 1 Kings 6 and beyond. Um, The second temple was begun around 516 B.C. uh, and was destroyed during the Roman siege in 70 A.D. Mm -hmm. Herod the Great undertook a massive expansion project in 20 B.C. At the time of the events of John 2 are estimated around 26 A.D. This is also the temple which Jesus prophesied, Do you not see... All these things, surely I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another, that shall not be thrown down. In Matthew twenty-four, two,
2: that does happen, and
1: mm-hmm. it does happen, yeah. Yeah, in, in seventy A.D. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question before us is: Was Jesus concerned about architecture, tradition, or tedious ceremonial religious rites? Oh, is, is that is that his uh, is is that what uh, uh, stirred his zeal? on this particular uh, afternoon Um, i'm gonna say a big no on on that one because everything else in the gospels Mm -hmm. denies that you know and turns us uh uh in in a different direction as if to say jesus is is going a lot deeper Mm -hmm. um and and it's not that the the temple was without value or significance but it was merely a, a type or a foreshadowing of earthly uh Expression uh, or or earthly expression of of heavenly things we were just listening to uh, Max McLean uh, app this morning and listening to Hebrews where where it talks about those that these that these are types, you know, the and and shadows of heavenly things, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, all the um, all the uh, furnishings and everything that was in the temple is is always a a type of of uh, uh, something more substantial and more eternal. And something heavenly <clears throat> a clue to the real matter at hand is found in john um 19 and, and verse tw- uh, uh, 21 where jesus answers and said to them destroy this temple in three days and i will raise it up and then it goes on to say but he was speaking of the temple of his body hmm. so hmm. um this begins to lead us in uh, a, a, a path the direction as again as if to say uh, okay um you know, we built this beautiful building, and and that's great, but um, uh, we know elsewhere in Scripture it says God does not dwell in temples built with human mm. hands. So what are we supposed to do with that? You know, is this a contradiction? Were we just wasting our time building my, this building? Well,
2: my mother often said, you know, when we lived in, in the many different states that we lived in, being a military bride, I've moved so many times, but I remember my mother always Always making a statement that these beautiful churches, these mega churches, these even small churches, that build these these big you know buildings and and elder buildings and other buildings, and they're only open you know twice a week, mm-hmm. uh, if that you know mm-hmm. um, yep. many churches you know are just open on Sunday and the rest of the building lays dormant for the rest of the of the week and. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm not saying that about everybody but but most built, you know most churches are just dormant for the rest of the week and yet we should be having things going on in the church all the time there should be things happening and there should be I agree programs for people to come you know in, in our church rock solid I have to say that there is a lot going on in that building there's a lot of activity yeah. we have the uh, homeschool co-op that meets there we have the food pantry that's there. We have uh, uh, dan- the dance, yeah. the dance uh, lessons and troupe there. We have the music, of course, music ministry and all that kind of thing. But it's just—it still is something that needs to be considered. That if if you're a part of the church, it's mm-hmm. not the building.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And I little more to it than just brick and mortar. Uh, all truth also true, also buttress that buttress <laughs> I I support
0: your wife yes. but, uh,
1: by saying that um i used to greatly enjoy periodically during the week to go into saint mary's church which mm-hmm. is holy trinity now mm-hmm. it would, it, uh, i think in the 1920s is there mm-hmm. it's a it's a lovely um mm-hmm. i mean we're the county seat but it's not the it's not the cathedral or uh, of their of the catholic diocese in our region but it beautiful church Um, and this, you know, you can go in there uh, during the middle of the week and there's a a peace and a solitude and just um, get with the Lord with prayer. I I don't think there's anything wrong with seeking uh, an environment and certain trappings, whether it could be a candle, it could be, you know, uh, sitting by a stream, it could be uh, a a, a place where you can really... uh, uh, away from the distractions of life mm-hmm. and and let okay. uh the peace of god really permeate your soul so you know this is these is some of the this is some of the things that we attempt to achieve with the edifice with
0: the building well, so to speak yeah i'm getting uh, you know i don't know it's uh, from what susanna said and mm-hmm. where this um has gone so far i just um you know the 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 church building is not the church Right. and and so you know it's and and I thought you were going to say Susanna when you when you started to talk about you know being you know moving and going different places that a home is not a house right. and you know these these concepts um basically with that where we try to manifest things like this is this is it we can look at it we can feel it we can touch it are actually spiritual things you know the sense of home uh the sense of the church the body of christ um you know they're 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 spiritual things and uh currently i'm uh i'm i'm discipling a, a gentleman to to help him take every thought captive um, you know, talking about you know a spiritual practice, but in his in our dialogues, he's talked about um, getting a dopamine response. And uh, I'm not I'm not a doctor, <laughs> and uh, and and quite frankly, I was a little tro- troubled by the, the the by the the language. Uh, just I'm like we're we are spirit and you know man's come up with that definition and and done studies to verify the presence of what we call dopamine uh to give joy but i'm gonna i'm gonna address him that you know our temple is filled with the body uh with the with the holy spirit and he's the, the the fruit of the spirit is joy and yeah. uh we wanted to uh tap in to our joy um we can do things to help our bodies uh operate better um but uh, the joy of the lord is our strength and and he comes into the temple and we are to treat our bodies as a temple um so it all goes together but you know i'm going to point to the fact that when we leave the body will be present with the Lord and there ain't going to be no dopamine in the spirit realm. As far as I I can tell, your brain is going to go into the ground and it's going to deteriorate and rot. And I think that that is something to, you know, keep in mind when we're so smart, um, you know, sometimes about biology or whatever that, you know, there's, there's a spiritual aspect to our lives that is, is, goes beyond science. Uh, We can't, we can't discern the yeah. scientific method um but, you know, so, so I, I want to move, you know, I want to shift the paradigm in this man's thinking to, to say, yeah, this is, this is it. But uh, the way you, you know, if you go online and look for ways to increase your dopamine, they, they talk th- about things like exercise or, or listening to music. That's very scientific, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and breathing and meditation and good nutrition. It's, it, now there's some physical things there, but, you know, some of those things are, you know, music, how's that? work can you do the science science on music please and sure. say which which you know and i'm sure there's been studies um but um you know there's there's more to to this our life horatio than your philosophy and you know all that um because there's 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 a god there's it's a spiritual our lives are spiritual uh not yes. just physical and uh the the looking at the temple and the house and the sense of home and all these things you know really point that out and then we should you know not, not be so heavenly mind minded that we're no earthly good but realize um there's there's great importance to thinking of uh, you know in a spiritual way
2: uh,
0: yeah that of just going I feel better uh, so my dopamine's good I'm like oh boy neurotransmitters I'm like yeah so anyway yeah
1: like, I, I that's uh thank you for sharing that um the, the soulish realm is in the physical realm uh, sort of what you're talking about and what you're engaging here and oftentimes <clears throat> as evangelicals and Pentecostals we get <clears throat> A little hyper, um, fixated upon a rush or a feeling, you know, or feel good. And the presence of God here was because be, the presence of God was here because I just felt a tingling, or I felt, you know, I. But no, the presence of God was here because
2: God's He was here. here,
1: you know, because He's uh, that's what He does. He shows up, and, and, and He's here, you know, it's really. He's always here. It's more of our recognition and realization. Right. And it's not so much the warm fuzzies that we get that validate that. So, you know, right. I think yeah, exactly. And,
0: um, you know, basically the, the same thing we use to describe, you know, a process to sound intelligent, because when are you dropping dopamine other than to, you know, sort of go, I know about biology? Um, um, you know, the same things we use to impress people are the things that'll be used to deny our faith. Oh, you got a special feeling? That's just dopamine. That's just isotope yeah. or whatever, you know, or I don't know what I'm saying. But you know, sure. Oxygen, sure. You know, I don't know. I, I'm not a scientist. Um, not in a traditional or professional sense, uh, anyway. But uh I, I certainly respect science and will take medicine and everything. But um but there's more there's more to meets the eye than the flesh. That's all.
1: I agree. Uh-huh. Uh to carve back to our study here, uh I think that uh, we're starting to get a clearer sense of what Jesus zealous um, interest is uh, for in John uh, one fourteen, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory mm-hmm. so the word oh I I'm sorry I skipped over this a uh, little of uh,
2: well, we were talking vin- about venue
1: about center. the the uh, the temple i, I did want to say about the temple that the hebrew word for temple and the hebrew word for house are the same mm-hmm. strong's uh 1004 uh bayit and it has a vast scope of definitions uh-huh. really uh, solomon's temple and subsequently the second temple were built on the pattern of moses tabernacle and the tabernacle is a word uh miskan uh that means dwelling place, habitation, or tent. In the verb form, it can be used as to dwell with. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, I, I think we're, we're uh, uh, moving closer. And as I said, mm-hmm. we're getting to, starting to get a clearer sense of, of what Jesus' zealous interests were for. Mm. So here we see that in John uh, one fourteen, Jesus says, the, or, or uh, John actually says, the apostle John says, "The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory." Yeah. Now, so the word "dwelt" in Greek, xenoho, <clears throat> um, uh, uh, is yeah, yeah. oh, skino, skino, yeah. uh, and the expanded definition is to is to occupy as uh, a mansion or specific, or specially to reside as God did in the temple of old a sim- symbol of protection and communion. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, here we see and so it's easy to get distracted by the Old Testament types mm-hmm. because here we, we're, we're getting a, 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 an image in a sense from Scripture that God you know, resides in the temple. We see the the glory cloud. We see the presence. We have the holy of holies. We have the you know the ark of, of the covenant and the cherubim, where the glory of God rests. And Moses goes in, speaks with God, comes out, his face is glowing. We have all these these uh, um, uh, these inferences that that God. <clears throat> is uh, in a specific place and you know you you go meet with him there and this is the dynamic of, of how it all works <clears throat> so uh, we see elsewhere that Christ's zeal is for us his his own his 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 own sheep in John 10 3 or his bride in revelations 21 9 mm-hmm. and even his brethren in Romans uh, 8 uh, 29 uh, Hebrews 12, two says, for, uh, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty zealous to me, right. right? This was his zeal. His zeal was, was for us. <clears throat> the church uh, uh, in the, the New Testament, equi- uh, is, question mark is, is the church the New Testament equivalent of the temple of Jesus' time? I would say that in some sense, yes, Um, though, again, not the building, Mm -hmm. uh, as we have already seen and uh talked about. Uh, Church is only mentioned twice by Jesus in the Gospels. The word ekklesia means a um, derivative. It's a derivative from another word in Greek, a calling out and uh, a popular meeting place, especially a religious congregation, even a Jewish synagogue. Uh, or Christian assembly. So, in Hebrews ten twenty five, a popular or, 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 or a, a popular scripture or common mm-hmm. scripture that we quote often, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, the word <coughs> uh, uh, assembly is episeinagogo, a form of the word synagogue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was uh, contemplating uh, as writing this that the assemblies of God churches. Uh, may be um, inappropriately named and should probably be called the Assemblies of God People. (laughs) Just saying. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Don't Mm -hmm. take that to heart. (laughs) Uh, 1 Corinthians 6.19 helps us also uh, by saying, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is Mm -hmm. in you, whom you have from God, and you're not your own. So uh, all these Mm -hmm. things are... Are beginning to uh, narrow the lens in terms of uh, what uh, uh, um, what the church is, uh, or we we you know we only qualify this in a few minutes, but we might go so far as to say who the church is, right? Um, mm-hmm. So we're trying to get a, a sense of um, <clears throat> uh, what Jesus was so zealous about, mm-hmm. and he's zealous for his church. He says that the uh, the gates of hell Will not prevail against it. He establishes his church, and um, we're called. You know, we're called out of out of uh, darkness into his glorious light. Mm-hmm. So this leads us to a very uh, contemporary Christian uh, culture, Christian cultural notion that w- we are the church, mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, or more specifically, I am the church, <laughs> mm-hmm. and. It's not surprising, I think, that our self-absorbed and me-centered culture; uh, these notions would seem to seep into doctrine. Mm-hmm. And I would suggest, however, that this notion is a partial truth, mm-hmm. and we know who loves to traffic in in partial truths. Yeah, I'll let Mark say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, so, uh, you know, I when I first heard that. <clears throat> I was very zealous for that uh, uh, teaching and for that understanding, hmm. uh, but I think it needs to be tempered. That's all, and so that's what we're going to try. <laughs> that's what we're going to try to do to, uh, to bring it into uh, perspective. Hmm. Uh, in, indeed, the assembly uh, is an assembling of God's people. Uh, so those called out of darkness into His glorious light, uh, and this assembly certainly does not require a building necessarily mm-hmm. we've had um church services by the river and um you know we've been to uh storefront churches <laughs> so uh, and it, many the, of
2: the our missionaries that are you know right now in africa they're not meeting in buildings oh
1: yeah exactly they're, they're, meeting but they're in, having church but they have in church mm-hmm. um this is uh Designating the building as holy or sacred uh, may be going a bit too far and typically creeps out most Protestants, right? <laughs> However, I, I will say, as a caveat to that, um, just kind of um, uh, apologizing to our Catholic and Orthodox friends, that interestingly enough, Catholics go into the building. Mm-hmm. Really thinking, believing that the presence of God is there,
3: yeah. and they're
1: reverent. They kneel, they pray. They're quiet. they're quiet. They're um, you know, they, they they know that they've come uh for an encounter. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, in my experience, most evangelicals, you know, come rather flippantly okay. into uh, the building and with a very casual attitude. Mm-hmm. And you know, with our contemporary culture has taken a departure. From this notion that anything is sacred, so we've been in churches where people are throwing a football around the sanctuary, or you know, uh, until uh, church starts, there's just uh, um, casual talk and and uh, engagement and and of all different sorts, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, the music starts and, and now, okay, now we're ready to have church. So mm-hmm. it's kind of bereft of any sense that, that this gathering under this roof means something or that mm-hmm. anything is is sacred, so to speak, that this is holy ground. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. these are, you know, these are spiritual motifs that, uh, you know, I'm just saying that maybe we've let this pendulum swing too far mm-hmm. in, in in our contemporary notions. We should always bring our contemporary notions into, into uh, a, a place of scrutiny. And mm-hmm. say, uh, are we really trafficking in, in in the right way by doing this? Mm-hmm. We should always ask that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus said, uh, did I say that already? Uh, I'm sorry. I yeah, Jesus it. said, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, uh, I am there in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew 18, 20. And even this doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't meet with us. Individually or in our prayer closet or at any given time of the day. But it does point to uh, two substantial and fundamental truths about the church. One, it's communal, yeah. and two, Jesus' presence is necessary. Mm-hmm. That's the central that's Absolutely. a central element in the whole equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 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 really is. Um we do uh, know that there is a general presence always. God mm-hmm. is omnipresent. God is in our midst right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, He's sitting to my left and mm-hmm. to my right. You mm-hmm. know, and before us and behind. And He's got our re- He's our rear guard. He's omnipresent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, there, even in the contemporary church and all throughout history, there are our special engagements, special encounters with mm-hmm. God. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Moses had a special encounter with God at the burning bush. Mm -hmm. Um, The Old Testament is filled. Elijah, on you know, um, uh, um, when he flees, um, he, you know, the Lord speaks to him, and there's the earthquake and there's the rush of wind, but God speaks to him with the still small voice. Mm -hmm. So we see that there are are these special uh, encounters with God. But uh, um, it, as Jesus points out, wh- where two or more are gathered, and there's an awareness of God, I, 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 the presence is is keener. It's richer, it, mm-hmm. and largely in, in part because it's it's shared. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we also know that where there is agreement, elsewhere Jesus says, you know, where two or more gather together and agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, is an important component to this spiritual dynamic. So the design of the church is not about the nave or the narthex or the clerestory or, or the bima. Although, again, these things are not um, inconsequential. They're very carefully thought out mm-hmm. and uh, they're types and they point to Christ and they, they point to um, uh, uh, heavenly uh, elements and dynamics. But... Um, The design of the church is about community, intimate community, with fellow believers and with Christ. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, uh, always the place that the Lord is driving us towards. Mm -hmm. Uh, 1 John 4, 20, I believe, sums it up well. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, How can he love God whom he has not seen? Mm. This is a a very interesting mix in the whole spiritual dynamic, I I, I believe, Mm. where God is uh, calling us to assemble together and giving us opportunity to um, interact and engage with one another even with all our failings, <laughs> you know we can easily uh, defect to well, you know, I, you know, so and so is not God. So, you know, I can love God because God's perfect, but so and so definitely is not perfect. You know, mm-hmm. but He is perfected. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we can <laughs> we can play word games with that. Mm-hmm. Um, each one of us, we're quick to say, "Is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus." Mm-hmm. Uh, to extend that to the extent that we believe that that we believe that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus the temple of the holy spirit and the ambassadors of Christ as though god were pleading through us mm-hmm. and created in the image of god <clears throat> we ought to love one another as christ gave us an example you know so um i sometimes think and seldom express and maybe you should Do it more often maybe i should live it more often but you know if you want to see um christ manifest Mm -hmm. look at your neighbor Mm -hmm. look at your fellow believer you know if i believe that i'm the righteousness of god in christ jesus i have to believe that that he or she is as well Mm -hmm. and that they're you know the the hands and feet of of christ in in the world today because that's that's what the the church um uh, is and establishes now when we speak of the church, we're speaking of it corporately. You know, nobody, no believer is walking in, you know, all the spiritual gifts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: First Corinthians, I think it's uh, 12, talks about, um, you know, the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And one is, a, is, is an eye and another is a hand. And shall the eye say to the hand, etc. cetera, I have no need of you. Working together... Um, in, in agreement and in, in good harmony, uh, that's when we're the fullest expression of, of Christ. And that's where I think we um, engage those, those special encounters where God um, shows up and, and shows out uh, in, those, in those places, in those situations. So this I'm suggesting is what uh, the Lord was so zealous about. Um, certainly not a building. But what uh, it, about his people coming together in uh, an attitude of, of, of gratitude and praise in the Old Testament uh, form in the temple or even, even as far back as the tabernacle. You came through the courts of praise, thanksgiving and praise mm-hmm. into the outer, uh, into the holy place the sanctuary you have to you have to go past the brazen altar you have to make a sacrifice mm-hmm. um and um once in the the holy place <clears throat> there were things going on there was the 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 table of showbread which is a type of christ there was uh the altar of incense which is a type of prayer the oil uh the menorah the lamp um which was a type of the holy spirit and all these uh uh, these uh, elements are present there uh, again that point us to Christ and yet there was a more intimate place there was the the, the most holy place and so uh, this is the place that uh, God is driving us towards and we get to experiment with that in our uh, natural you know horizontal plane relationships mm. how how that uh, how that plays out somebody, Once made, I don't know who coined this or who said it first, but um, said that your relationship with God is only as strong as your worst relationship
2: Mm -hmm. with somebody
1: else. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty convicting, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, and um, I don't, I don't say it because I don't like to think of it very (laughs) too often. But again, this is the place where he's bringing us into an assembly, the assembly of the saints mm-hmm. coming together of ourselves that we might edify one another, do life together, um, mourn with those that mourn, rejoice with those that rejoice, um, lift up holy hands. Mm-hmm. You know, David said that, uh, what did he say? He said, he says, for one day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God mm-hmm. than dwell in the tents of the wicked. mm mm-hmm. uh, so there, as, as far as the uh, football throwing in the sanctuary, I'm all for joy in in, in the house of God.
2: But be but careful it, that it but, doesn't become a money changer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, i personally touched by my opportunities to go into St. Mary's Church, where there was great solitude mm-hmm. and a real deep rich sense of god's presence just in the in the in the beauty hmm. you know scripture speaks of the beauty of his holiness yeah right? that that captivating beauty that just hushes our soul yeah. brings us to a place of contemplation a place of humility to say as <laughs> if to say like wow right yeah. um and 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 those, you know, both of those are valid. It's it is it's not one of the other. Um both okay. are important, but we can't hang a doctrinal uh mantle, I think, over just one and say that the other one is 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 not. Because let me tell you, nobody throws footballs around Catholic Church, okay? Right <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> you would be you would be excommunicated fast.
0: As a matter of fact, mm. I had I, uh, I spent most of my life in the Catholic Church with, uh, without knowing there was a bathroom in the Catholic Church. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Wow. <laughs>
0: Because who would think that. to, you know, defile the the church <laughs> by, you know, having to go to the bathroom? Um, but but I I love I love how this is uh, come together. I mean, because it's 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 looking at the reverence we should have for the house of God. Because obviously mm-hmm. uh, Jesus had reverence uh, for it because it was sort of, you know, all this business going down at the temple, yeah. and uh, he was outraged. And um, so there was a, obviously a lack of reverence there, right. but uh, the focus was for the people, um, for the people, because he says, um, you know, I, you know, my father's house is supposed to be a house of prayer. Well, what's yeah. prayer for? Prayers for the people. Uh, it's our communication with God. Um, so you guys are getting in the way of our communication with God for for one another. Um, Jesus was outraged by the Pharisees, um, not because they knew the scriptures, but because um, they 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 didn't have a heart for the Lord. And the heart for the Lord, as you point out in John thirteen thirty five, is that if you, you when you're a disciple, you have love for one another. And they weren't making it easy for people to offer their sacrifices. They were, you know, uh, they and they sort of made a game of it to to you know the the bible scholars will tell you they made a game of it to make money um that's what the exchange rates were for they were getting more money than they should uh because they were taking people's currencies and saying you had to buy stuff with our currency um that's corruption and then you know oh your sacrifice isn't good enough you have to buy our sacrifice um For it. So they were they were not loving their their brother, um, although they could make a claim to that we're making sure they're doing it right. Um, but they were actually making a stumbling block between themselves right. and the Lord. Um, they weren't allowing for the free access that we have to God and uh, Jesus. Elsewhere in Scripture, uh, you know, went went after them, saying, "You make you make uh, you proselyze people make them more of a son of Satan than they were before. Uh, mm. they, you know, they were worse. They're worse off from your teaching because you're close to God, but we're deviating enough to make you focus on you know these these ceremonies and these and these." Uh, empty expressions where you think if i do x y and z i'll be right with god but what what is supposed to happen is you go to him in prayer trust in him put your faith in him and and obey what he says not because by the you know by just the the requirements but with your whole heart and yeah. you, you love the lord your god with all your strength soul and might and you know everything right. in you because you've come to a realization of how good and merciful and loving he is. And when you take the love out of it, you know, and you take the communication out of it, you end up with an empty system of uh, rules and regulations where people think they're approved because of the things they do, Uh, not because of the fact that, you know, uh, the spirit um, put on flesh to come close to us to draw us into the love relationship that we're supposed to have with the Lord. And that's what Jesus ministry was all about. He was mm-hmm. pointing beyond the types and shadows and, uh, and, and looking at us as the living stones of his church, that we were going yeah. to become one with him and to, with one another as a living body of, of love to represent, um, God's goodness and holiness. And so there's got as always we we um, talk about balance. So We should have a sure. reverence for the Lord, but we should have joy, um, you know, joy in His presence as well. And so yeah. we 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 always go to one extreme or the other, or you know, get yeah.
2: yeah.
0: focused on the wrong thing sometimes. And uh, right. Jesus came to you know show us uh, the the truth, the way, and uh, the life uh, that we have. In him when we come you know when we come into peace a peaceful relationship with the lord and it's going to pour out into the love we have for one another you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then, uh, then we correct our temples too by not sinning putting sin yes. in our temple and you know so that the sanctification process comes in there it's all you know our lives become living testimonies to right God. so all of it <laughs> Well, I, I I
2: think that when it's when it's done in balance and when it's done with with focus on God, mm. not on ourselves, um, I just happened to turn over to Second Chronicles five, and it's talking about the the Ark is being brought into Solomon's Temple. Yeah, as you talked about mm. and everything, and I, I just love the way that it talks a little bit starting in eleven talks about it pass, it pass the priest passing through the Most Holy Place, which Arthur just talked about. And verse 12 talks about the Levi singers singing and the stringed instruments. But in 13, it says, Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and the singers were as one Mm, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voices and the trumpets and the cymbals and the instruments and music praised the Lord, saying, For he is good and his mercy endures forever. That a house the house of the lord was filled with a cloud mm. so that the priest could not continue ministry because the cloud or the glory of the lord had filled the house yeah you know that's what we're you know that's what we're always looking for
1: that's that special place. we're
2: always yeah. looking for that that complete filling
1: mm. that
2: complete just just take take it over lord take take mm. over the, this, the service take over my life take over but it, it requires Order my
1: steps. It requires <laughs> like a little yeah. bit
2: of coming to unity with other people.
1: It does. It, one, it's not that, just, one accord, that it's not just when they were all in one accord or all they, about all you. One. Yeah.
2: But it's it's when they were all, it says when they all were as one and made one sound. But what was that sound for? To praise
1: and thank God. Yeah. Oh, um, then
2: we get the, the filling.
1: That's <laughs> that is a theme in scripture. We see that on the day of Pentecost when Mm -hmm. all were in one accord, right? And that's when the Holy Spirit fell. Uh, So we see that in Psalm 133. Behold how good and pleasant it is when brethren gather together in unity. Mm -hmm. And Psalm goes down to express that's where God commanded the blessing. Mm -hmm. So this Mm -hmm. element of one accord. But again, it is like-minded believers. Coming in one accord, and that one accordedness, you know, occurs in an atmosphere of love and and um, and genuine love. I I, I like something that Mark said, where you you know you said the priests or the the the, the Pharisees in the, you know, the Old Testament dynamic, um, claim to love the people because they were le- leading them to do the right thing, right but their their profiteering over the situation mm-hmm. was demonstrated a hypocrisy especially since many times it was a, it was a heavy burden on people to you know to dig deep into their pockets in 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 agricultural society where poverty was prevalent and some people just just couldn't make a, a an appropriate sacrifice whereas the the priests and, and and the pharisees and the and the scribes and they were pre- living pretty high off the hog in, in comparison. So um, these are always uh, ideas that uh, we hold in tension. Jesus mm-hmm. said, "You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. So um, you know even today, what do we do with what do we do with the, the notion when we see preachers? Um, in our contemporary culture who have some great means you know they, they're driving around in fancy cars flying in private jets and the whole prosperity gospel what do we do with that uh, again I think balance is is a key element um, I don't want to be so quick and brash to dismiss and reject everything just as surely as I don't want to reject, You know, the the reverence and awe that we Mm. um, witness in the high church uh, expressions. Mm. Uh, But personally, on an individually basis, we bring our own lives uh, under the microscope Mm -hmm. um, of God's word or before the mirror of God's word. And we say, search me, O Lord, and see Mm -hmm. if there be any wicked way in me Mm -hmm. so that I can come, you know, into your presence with clean hands in a pure heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, David goes on in, in another Psalm, Psalm 51, and he says uh, in Psalm 51, you know, after a long discourse of, of repentance, he says, then I will teach transgressors your ways. Um, you know, only then, you know, once I've, once I've dealt with, with my own heart, mm-hmm. once I've considered myself and the hypocrisy in me, mm-hmm. now you've, you know, now we've done business together, Lord. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we come out (laughs) even alive, (laughs) but certainly humble and repentant, Mm -hmm. now God has a a yielded vessel and somebody that he can, he he can uh, use to Mm -hmm. advance his kingdom. If he chooses to, you know, um, and in his timing as well. Sure. You know, I, I also wanted to say, and this was one of my pet peeves, the whole expression of, uh, Calling the platform a stage, boy, that's just like nails on the chalkboard for me. Mm-hmm. That is just like because, especially so coming out of considered the altar. Uh, in, yeah, well, yeah, and again, in high church, it would is considered the altar, and it was, you know, it was kind of a little unapproachable. Mm-hmm. Um, and but coming out of the theater, you know, I know what the stage is, and the stage is all about affectation and um, hypocrisy and, and, um, and acting, you know, putting on a facade. Okay. And I think when those things slip into, again, the church and the whole dynamic becomes a big comedy show or rock concert or any of the above, well, I'm not surprised that we call it a stage right.
0: uh, instead of a platform right. or,
1: worse or, or yet, at an altar i'm sorry Mark. i said
0: or even a place to put on your christian mask you know hey brother yeah, hey, brother, yeah. and then you, like joe normal the moment you walk out the door like right there's got to be a balance you know let's let's stop you shifted gears too quickly there joe yes. um, you know um let's let's try to be authentic um all the time you know neil anderson uh said that um You know, he one of one of his when he went into ministry, he was an engineer and he went into ministry Uh, when he did that. He uh, he made a decision to to be the same in church as he was outside of church. And that Mm -hmm. basically if you and he said, if you wanted to test me, you could ask my wife Uh, who's there all the time and knows, you know, knows you intimately and knows that, you know, this is not an act. This is for real. You know, and uh, and it goes every everywhere we go. And I think that's uh, something we really need to, you know, sometimes preachers put on a persona. And granted, just, you know, you might take on certain things when you preach, um, but uh, yeah. I don't know if we should. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's really a It'd be so a... dramatic. Well, we close with these two
1: scriptures that Mark has already uh, lighted upon, but let's just give them a proclamation. Yeah. by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another john 1335 mm. that's very that scripture is so settling for me we would be or the religious crowd or even even the non-religious crowd might be moved to think well that it should say you know by this they will know that you are my disciples that you have love for god <laughs> mm. but we already read you know in first john 420 How can you say that you love God who you haven't seen if you don't love your brother who you have seen? So by this, the world will know that we are his disciples if we have love for one another. And then finally, uh, 1 Peter 2.5 says, You also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so... We're only a stone. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not the house, uh, although, in, again, in some sense, we are. You know, the house. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. but we're only a small. We're only a small part of it. Mm. Um, your your buddy, Pastor Bob Costello, oh. gave a great <laughs> little antidote mm-hmm. that his wife Louise likes to use. Uh, I'll share it today. She says that. Um, uh, when, you know, when the, when the house needs some cleaning, she goes to the closet and takes out the broom and sweeps the house and then puts it back in the closet. Mm-hmm. And nobody comes to the house and walks in and sees a clean house and says, wow, you must have a great broom. Mm-hmm. Right? The broom <laughs> was just used at the point of necessity and then you know, put back in his place. And in many cases, that's that we're as our lives are yielded to the Lord. That's that's what we are. Lord, use me as you would see fit today, to um, uh, advance your kingdom, to uh, clean up situations and circumstances that have, have gone awry, uh, where your creative order has been violated. And uh, you know, when 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 you're done with that, uh, I'm still at your disposal. But. <laughs> My place is in the closet. <laughs> right. You'll right. when you when you need me. So mm-hmm. we got a real uh-huh. we got a kick out of that. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, Bob is full of those stories. Uh, yeah. so.
2: Well, it also makes me think. You know, we talk about the body of Christ in different parts, and and in the scripture, it also talks about there's seen parts and there's unseen.
1: Parts. Oh, sure, yeah.
2: And there are vessels of honor, and there are vessels of, of for you know refuge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But they're all necessary. They're all necessary. You can't. You can't have. You like. Or you just said about you know not thinking there is a bathroom in the Catholic Church. Right. Uh, But you know you need a bathroom.
1: Sure. (laughs) Right. It has a
2: purpose. You know, as much as you need a refrigerator, you need. You know, you need. You know. Whatever. But it just seems to me that sometimes people who are. Not necessarily the the people on the the most the charismatic platform, the, the most ones charismatic, on the platform, whatever, tend to to feel like they're not important. But I just want to say, if all you do is sweep the the you know the foyer of the church, if all you do is pick up some garbage that you happen to see mm-hmm. lying on the floor, if all you do is go and say hello yeah. to the people who are kind of marginalized in your church, <clears throat> the elderly or the not the ones that aren't so pretty or the ones that aren't so wonderful. Hmm. If you just do that, that's that giving a cup of water in his name to the release
1: sure. these. Well,
2: yeah. And so you're just as important. You're I just agree. as important. That's true. And you are just as much the hands and feet of Christ as the pastor or as his wife or as the music minister, yeah. or those kind of people that yeah. seem to be the ones in the front, the priest, the this, the that. No, you are important too.
1: indeed let's let us emphasize that um
0: that simple truth amen and close with that thank you i think so yeah no i was gonna jump (laughs) so let's do that lord god heavenly father thank you for bringing us to um to to discuss your word and the zeal you have for your house which is really a zeal for us you you cared enough to send your son as our lord and savior to die for us and to give us a new life and uh, lord we just thank you for the the life you've given to the entire body of christ and today as much as we 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 ask you to anoint the uh the pastors and the worship team uh that'll be on uh the stage or the altar uh to 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 lead the worship we pray for you to bless the uh the fellowship of the saints and the people who work behind the scenes that are unseen uh that uh, you know clean the sanctuary that that encourage one another, um, that teach in the classes that aren't uh, well attended, that uh, pray for uh, other people in the church, um, Lord, because we know you love all of us, and uh, there's no all stars um, in in your church. There is there is there are believers, brothers and sisters in Christ, and well, um, we just pray for you to bless the the assembly of the uh, the church, whether it's in cathedrals or and open fields uh, throughout the world today, um, to let your Holy Spirit move, and to in- encourage us um, to share the gospel, uh, to increase your kingdom, to to be used uh, for your purposes. And uh, when your your purposes are done, uh, you can put us away, um, and we'll we'll rest in the knowledge that we're in the kingdom and we're being used by you to to do your work, Lord lord we thank you we praise you we love you we pray all these things in the mighty name of jesus amen amen
2: amen
0: amen all right Well, well we thank anyone and everyone for uh listening to our our bible study or watching it on youtube we thank all the people who subscribed this week and tuned in uh even if it was just for a few moments um your your click encourages us um because we want to speak the truth and uh we we're we're really encouraged when we know that um someone's out there listening and um you know we we're, this message of freedom and uh faith in jesus christ uh needs to be heard and yes. uh, we'll keep speaking it because uh, it, the Lord made a, a big impact in our lives, changed us, transformed yes. gives us joy and peace every day. And uh, we're going to keep speaking it until he calls us home. Uh, so we, th- we thank you. Yes. And from Arthur, Susanna, and Tammy, Lynn, and myself, we say God bless you all and have a good day. God Bless.